You're listening to the Casca Grossa Podcast. Podcast. A place where we discuss and explore all things about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, MMA, self-defense, and how jiu-jitsu can improve your life on and off the mats. So what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Casca Grossa BJJ Podcast. In today's episode, me and Gerald, we're going to talk about the mental health benefits of training BJJ. And Jared's going to share a little bit about how practicing BJJ has been helping him to manage his bipolar symptoms. Jiu-Jitsu is not just a physical game of dominance. It's also a mind game of mental fortitude. It's like a human chess in a lot of ways. So the more techniques you learn, the more you train. The more you train, it's more likely you're going to be able to see your opponent's next move. You learn to focus on something much more important which is learning. You're learning a new skill. Throughout your BJJ journey, your failures and losses, you're going to learn to be humble and respect the sport much more. This will help you to develop character in both jiu-jitsu and your daily life. How are you, Jared? Welcome to the podcast, man. Hello, Tiago. Nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> My first one. Your first one, yeah. We've been trying to schedule this podcast for a long time now, man. In a couple of weeks, yeah. A couple of weeks. It's all my fault. <laughs> it's all right. I've got plenty of time, so I'm not, com- I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's all excuses, mate. So, yeah, good to have you on the show, man. Great to be here. So, how's everything? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I, uh, I'm currently on JobKeeper, yep. so I've been off work for eight weeks because I had a manic episode with bipolar. Yeah. You should probably introduce your listeners to bipolar. It's a bipolar type two is what I have, so I've currently come down from a manic episode elevated is the term they use now to elevated elevated. Yeah. elevated it's funny because when you google elevated another word is happy that comes up i'm too happy to go to work now <laughs> so i'm waiting to see a psychiatrist on monday and hopefully they can give me the tick of approval to go back to work but yeah jujitsu has been handy for me because <laughs> if you don't work you have to find structure in your day and i find that through going to the gym I've actually started going to yoga as well now. Oh, yoga! You're doing yoga in the morning. I think you yeah. mentioned that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's almost as hard as jujitsu. <laughs> like it's the hurt locker. Like, it is. Eh? <laughs> it's tough, and I don't enjoy it that much. But yeah. afterwards, when I walk away, I go, "Ah, oh, that was good." Yeah. It's the same feeling after rolling. You know, and you obviously you don't want to roll the fifth time sometimes, and you do it, and you walk away, drive home, and go, "Ah, oh, I feel so good. I feel so good. So free of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, very it's, present." It's, it's amazing when you roll, the only thing in your mind at the moment is to think about your next move or to defend yourself or to go from one position to another. But um, it's like a state that you... I know, like it, it's as present as you can get. Like <laughs> when, when you've got neon belly and I'm trying to breathe. Try to breathe. I'm not worried about what I'm going to say with a psychiatrist on Monday. I'm just exactly. trying not to die. I mean, there's no other, there's no time to think about anything else just have to be 100% present yeah, if you're I, not you get submitted or someone pass your guard or i think that's how when you drive away you're just clear of thoughts because it's like the aftermath of being so in the moment yeah which I mean, is, that's the addictive element of jiu-jitsu i think like and it's a never-ending puzzle but it's a never-ending puzzle man i was watching some interview yesterday on youtube and someone saying every day people discover a new position mm. there's always something new that you're going to learn in jiu-jitsu you know and can you imagine in five ten years time yeah, it must have been fascinating yeah. when they were originally creating it. Like, yeah. just maybe you put your elbow here, move your hip there, and then yeah. oh, look at that. It's all through the evolution of jiu-jitsu now. You can see that, like, they call new generation, or you had the old school, like, 20 years ago, and now you have the new guys, you know, the, the younger guys, they've been very creative, 
and really you can see the evolution of jiu-jitsu now every day you got something new to, to when train. you were growing up was it like the big thing at school like to be a black belt it was, was yeah back in the day like in 2002 um, i started i think in 2003 but i, I stopped for a long time yeah and um the place where i lived which was ipanema copacabana a beach you know yeah. every corner you would see a brazilian jiu-jitsu academy it was a big thing so there was a lot of um you know new fighters where the actual valley tour in ufc started different time but the principle is the same like the core the basics and everything is remains the same but now it's all new techniques it's yeah, yeah. I guess it's the same in New Zealand. Growing up, everyone wants to, wants to be an All Black, who's a like the national rugby team. Oh, the All Black, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, rugby, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same kind of prestige as a black belt. How do you feel BJJ has been a positive thing in your life? Honestly, I think for me, the main thing it's given me is a community, because I've previously gone to gyms, networking, like, yeah, yeah, like where you lift weights, but you don't talk to anyone because you just listen to podcasts. Exactly enough. Yeah, so you're in your own world with your headphones and you know yeah. you're just lifting and everyone else is just still remember because i drove past the jiu-jitsu gym many times and i was like oh, i need to go in there and the first time i went in i was very nervous and yeah. then everyone's like oh hey how you going slap hands <laughs> hey welcome and you're like oh i was not expecting that i was yeah. expecting like thugs almost you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> tough guy attitude what do you, want? you know yeah i think you're tough come, come in it's the exact opposite everyone's like real chill you're a perfect example you work in it you're not a bikey gang as far as nah, I'm nah. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> drug dealer or something <laughs> but yeah the, what was the question how has it helped me oh yeah, yeah like just being in a community positive thing yeah i think it gives you because i work in an office now i used to work like a lot of construction type jobs which yeah. would be physically demanding yeah now i sit in an office and i get frustrated sometimes and when I go to jiu-jitsu, I'm just like, I can't wait just to try and strangle to someone. Get, and even yeah. I'm a white belt, so it doesn't work often, but it's yeah. fun. The process of trying to learn to strangle someone or armbar is very disengaging from an office. I feel like the same at the point that I'm wait for three or four o'clock <laughs> to get out of the office, man, and go to train, go home, talk to my kids and wife, yeah. spend some time with them, go to the gym and then train you know, until, I don't know, 8.30, 9.00. It's all rooted in my routine right now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. jiu-jitsu, so I have to train. If I don't train, it's just I don't. become a habit. It's habit, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's totally the same for me. Like I, I actually wrote in my diary at the start of the year, on New Year's Day, I was in the airport flying back to Australia. Yep. And I was, I, I was unhappy with my job. Like I'm not, I don't really enjoy it as much as I could. And I was thinking, what am I actually happy with? And jiu-jitsu is the hardest thing I do a week and it's, it makes me the most happiest, <laughs> the most like happier. the most satisfied feeling I get. And I because I wrote that down and I didn't read it and then I read it again the other day and I was like, ah, oh, it makes sense. Like the hard hardship is not necessarily a bad thing. Like it's very easy now to go towards the easy options. Like you can go home and watch Netflix and eat donuts, right? But if you do that day in, day out, it's not going to end well for you. I think it's poisoning, man. It gets the habit of doing this every time, every day, you know, creating this habit. You know, you're not growing, you're not expanding. Going out there, meeting people, training if you're not physically active yeah it's i, I don't get that anymore it's just it's, crazy. it's kind of ironic because we should actually be at jiu-jitsu right now we should be at jiu-jitsu <laughs> right now yeah <laughs> but yeah but, you, know, you normally go most times as well yeah right? most probably times. three times a week but yeah. um we had a good train yesterday man yeah yeah, yeah that was light good. roll yesterday light roll. my hip flex has been a problem since covid because i started running and yeah i'm not used to running and yeah but it's getting better no nah, it's awesome man so, Gerald, tell us a little bit about how would you describe your experiences with bipolar? Well, <laughs> you gave me that question beforehand, and I was like, man, there's so many ways I could answer that question. But bipolar is a roller coaster ride, right? There's, I've yeah, had man. very bad depression and anxiety when I was 
17, 18 that came back when I was about 22. And um, like I, I try to kill myself, which is, it's a weird topic to talk about. Like I've often not spoken about it. It was when I was younger and I've learned from it and I've grown, adapted day by day, all that kind of stuff, the struggle. And with bipolar, like I got through all that anxiety and depression and it was all in my head. Like the whole time I was just in my own head, like thinking I was worthless, thinking I was, you know, not worthy and all this kind of stuff. And that's what ultimately leaded to my suicide attempt, uh, attempts. But um, with bipolar as well, there's the, the dark side, the depression, but then there's also the manic side, which is like, hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Like fast talking, racing thoughts, which is quite addictive. And for me, I've been in a, a psychiatric hospitals in New Zealand and Thailand and Australia. And thankfully, when I was in Thailand, I was manic in a psychiatric hospital there. Right. Because when you're in a, I've been, the psych wards in Australia, when I'm depressed, I just lay in bed all day. Yeah. Bipolar is a roller coaster, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but like, I wouldn't, would I change it? I don't know. I can't change it. So it doesn't matter. It is what it is. And I'm dealing with it now. Like, I haven't been depressed for six years. And I honestly think it's just because I've gone through the shit and I've realized things like jujitsu and getting up early, going to the gym, going to yoga, eating healthy, trying to meditate, like keyword trying to meditate. To meditate, yeah. Meditation those, is good, yeah. I think mm, it's... Um, just observing my thoughts rather than holding on to them. Like as a teenager, I'd have a thought. It could be like, you're a loser. And I'd grab that thought and I'd hold on to it. And you stay with it, eh? Stay with it yeah. all day. And I'd, I'd, it was almost like it's self-sabotage mm. without realizing it. And you'd hold on to that thought, the darkness. But now if I have a thought like that, I just go, <laughs> there's you a negative thought coming. See ya. I'm going to jiu-jitsu to yeah. try and strangle Ti- Tiago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not going to happen for a long time. It will happen. It will happen eventually. <laughs> eventually. You're, you're only 38 though, so I don't know. Yeah couple of years mate maybe a year maybe <laughs> but you're going to keep improving yeah. so it's <laughs> yeah but look it's um do you think jiu-jitsu after you all these activities you do you do yoga in the morning i've only yoga. just started yoga you I just started like i'm yeah. a yogi yeah only just because i've got all this free time i'm trying to fill it yeah that's awesome man as long as you can get out of your head with all these things yeah and with like the, one of the reasons i'm doing this podcast now is just to normalize the conversation of suicide like i know i've talked to you in the, right. the gym about it like yeah New Zealand and Australia have a very high rate of suicide amongst young people. I think from it's like the highest killer of young people. And you're saying it's not that way in Brazil? In Brazil, I don't know the numbers exactly. Brazil is a very poor country. And I think because people, they're desperate to work, to survive. Do you know what I mean? Like the life is just a battle, just surviving. They got it's, no t- it's a battle, man. It's yeah. always a battle. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I've been reading up on it. In 2018... In Australia, there was 3,046 people died from suicide. That's 8.3 a day. So everyone's jumping up down about corona right now, which is, yeah, I get it. But also, every day, 8.3 people, obviously not 0.3. Let's round it up to nine, because I think with the recession coming and that, people's mental health is really going to be put to the test. Yeah. So... But do you think the media, it's not helping it? Uh, media no. is not helping at all. Like, well, I, things that you see on TV, on Facebook, it's all negative. Yeah. There is no, it's insane. You know, I think if you watch TV or go to Facebook, you get more depressed, you know, because. 100%. I jumped on BBC before and it was just like, everyone's at war, we're falling apart. And I was like, click off this. And even though social media is bad, if you have like a Instagram feed following positive people, you can, it can all be positive. You get the odd ad, but you know. It can be, yeah. The ads are tailored to your interests anyway. So my ads are like 
jujitsu stuff and i oh should i buy that <laughs> same it's all jujitsu <laughs> jujitsu exercising the and thing, i don't think there's anything you can buy right it's just time it's just you just time, need to put yeah. in the time and i'm actually i was real frustrated because i started it so late at 30 but then i'm still in so late you're so young, yeah no mate. that's what i mean yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean like you can get caught up and like oh i would need to go every day to get better but then just just enjoy it like just enjoy man just enjoy your yeah. time will come you know you're gonna get your blue belt maybe in a year i don't know but you know depending how you train but um it's all about the journey yeah how as long as you enjoy every day at the mats not that i enjoy every day but there's lots of days after work where i actually don't want to go because i'm tired but exactly the same you turn up and I when you leave you're like thank god i went <laughs> thank god you went there and you did the exercise you know it's it's the same with me sometimes i don't want to go to train because i want to stay home yeah watching netflix yeah for sure <laughs> you know, so many options these playing days. with my kids yeah. so it's not always you're gonna be have that will to go to train and yeah if you do something so your kids like jujitsu or do they, they like jujitsu they do train jujitsu as well patricia trains as well um they do the afternoon class wednesday and saturday morning mm. and patricia trains eventually when yeah when she can. It's a cool skill to have growing up. It would be so handy it just is. to have that in your back it pocket. <laughs> and my little boy, he started at three years old. So he's six now. So he's oh, already wow. three years. It's part of his education, growing up, character building and all that. Jiu-Jitsu a universe, you know. There's a lot of things that you can learn with the Jiu-Jitsu principles and you can take off the mats, be more determined, think about in a positive way in your life. So a lot of just things. Perseverance as well. If you, perseverance. Because I can't surf, but I don't try. <laughs> and... When I started jiu-jitsu, I couldn't do jiu-jitsu and I still barely can. But if you turn up every single day, or you know, three, four days a week, over time, you get better. And it's when a new guy walks in, you roll with him, you're like, oh, wow, that was me six months ago. And I didn't know what guard was, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's the same with any skill you want to learn. You're going to start at the bottom. You might have some sort of competitive advantage, like you might be six foot seven or whatever. But essentially, you'll start from the same level. And then if you keep turning up, this is like obviously been said a thousand times. You, you obviously progress, you know, you, you may not see it, but you are. You just kind of feel it sometimes. You go, yeah. oh, I remember when <laughs> six months ago this happened to me and now it doesn't happen, like thankfully. But then I often wonder, people are just might be rolling light with you and just be trying tricks. And then, yeah. so sometimes it is hard to gauge yeah. how good or bad you actually are, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't does it? matter. It doesn't just, matter. <laughs> what matters is the journey. Just having it, fun. Yeah. yeah. You've been there is already a good thing. And Coringa, it's a real fun environment. Eh? Like I've only been to one, oh, I've been to a couple of other places just to try, but this is like my club that I'd say I go to. It's just such a nice environment for a friendly chill. It is. It is. Other places, obviously they're different. Everyone have their own criteria, you know, their own attitude, maybe towards more to a um, competition yeah they're all different man i like the environment is it's really friendly you can really build your network of friends and network with good people good people yeah. it's very important man good people and as soon as like i'm planning on moving back to new zealand and how, once corona kind of settles down but the first thing i'm gonna do is sign up wherever i end up living is gonna be jujitsu jiu-jitsu school jiu-jitsu straight school, away yeah. like yeah it's a no-brainer by the time you go back to uh, new zealand you already got your black belt and then you can <laughs> <laughs> don't be so pessimistic about the future i think you i can actually you can actually fly there it's just the quarantines and there's no direct flights at the moment it's a bit of a yeah but in the grand scheme of the world we're pretty lucky here so very lucky huh? very, yeah, very lucky. lucky we don't yeah. i don't think we leave the reality of covid here i mean no, it seems like when you go outside everything's normal no i barely see people wearing masks like i get the public transport but i don't see no one yeah I've, anyone using masks 
I haven't been on public transport for a while. Luckily, I work just in Osborne Park. So yeah. Or when I was working. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just semi-retired. <laughs> nah, man, you're going to be back at work pretty soon. Oh, because I love going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't mind my job. So what have you been learning from training jiu-jitsu that you can apply outside the mats? What do you think you, you have learned so far? I've learned that I'm not very good at learning. When I see a demonstration, like they're showing me a move, like this is how you do a triangle. My mind, it's very hard for me to like see the to move. To all the pieces yeah, and, then, and everything. Yeah, to glue it all together. And it takes me a long time. And I've realized that's maybe visual learning is not how I learn the best. But you just try, you figure it out. Someone comes and helps you. It takes a while. So I've learned I'm not the best learner, but I persevere and then I can get something. Yeah. yeah. Like this, often I'm always like to my partner, you go first because I watch that, but I don't know. I can't remember how he started it. I think it's completely normal. You have always to ask why, why. If it doesn't work, why it didn't work? What did I miss? Why I didn't get to pass the guard? Or what am I missing to succeed doing that position? So you always have to ask yourself and train. There's no other way to, yeah. you know what I mean, to improve. I, it's just sticking with something as well because over time you can get good at anything. Like yeah. I don't think there's, is there something that you can't improve at? Like I feel like you can improve it. Anything. You can improve anything, yeah. yeah. I mean... I do believe in talent, but I yeah. think the time on the mats or time will get you somewhere, you know? Because I want to learn to surf now, and I'm like, well, you actually have to go and surf. You have to, to go surf. and surf, you, yeah. You, you can't, can't just, just be watch here. surfing the internet. Sit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just on blooming what we've said someone, the news. I'm watching the news. <laughs> yeah. News, it's a big problem. I actually don't read it that much anymore. It's too depressing. Oh, it's too depressing, man. Why did you start a podcast? I started this podcast because I'm passionate about talking about jiu-jitsu, something that's part of me. Everything I do right now, I try to connect with jiu-jitsu. Right. You know, at work, if I have um, a big problem or an issue or a situation that put me under stress, I always refer back to jiu-jitsu principles and to remain calm in, in difficult situations. You know, when someone mounts on you, right. you know, they put all the weight on, your, on you and you're desperate, you're not breathing. I try to remain calm because... Right. That's why we train. Right? So like if you were to have an argument at work, you just remain calm. I just remain calm. Mm. Okay. I try not to argue because I don't like arguing with yeah, anyone. Yeah. You know. Try to resolve the situation professionally, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I think about it, I stop for a sec, breathe, and then I remember about jujitsu. What do I do in jujitsu? Interesting. Things that I would train. And remember, just saying, you know, stay calm because jujitsu will put you in very bad situation all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You get a younger guy that's more athletic. It's got more strength. It will pass your guard. That constant problem-solving skills. I deal with problems every day, you know, in yeah. IT. So jiu-jitsu helped me a lot on in this aspect of troubleshooting. Right. Do you, like, write down after your each training session how you're progressing? Yes, like that? I do have a BJJ journal. After every class, I try to write something down saying oh. I train the back attacks today Ezekiel what do I need to do to improve the next time when I wrestle when I when I roll with people and for me I think it's more like a, a way to track my progress as well yep yep because I think it's important jiu-jitsu is so vast so there's a lot <laughs> of <is>. things you know <laughs> I forget about so things vast. all the time yeah oh for sure yeah I can't absorb everything Mm. So I have to write it down. I, the way I learn is writing down as well. So you like reflect. Reflect, yeah. I try to visualize. It. Visualize. Yeah, when I go to bed, I just like I was like the other night I was visualizing Spider Guard and like trying to. <laughs> not, I wasn't moving, but I was just imagining. Yeah. And that it's got to help somehow, like little things. Absolutely, like that. man. Yeah. If I do that before I go to bed, or I won't be able to sleep. Yeah, that's a fair. Because my mind is going to be racing. Yeah. 
and you know all the adrenaline that you have sometimes when you go to roll that anxiety sometimes you know yeah. it's a lot of anxious people at the gym i don't know if you notice yeah i uh, I'm, I'm anxious as well at you may not training. see it yeah 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 a little Why bit do you think that is like the performance I don't know. anxiety or i don't know if it's anxiety but it's I like to roll, man. I like to, to fight and to always try to improve and improve my training partners. But I like that action, you know? Yeah. Maybe was, that generates a little bit of a anxiety. I was definitely anxious the first time I went there. Just It was more excited. Yeah. But as a white belt, I just feel like just keep your mouth shut and just try and absorb <laughs> as much as you can. <laughs> Don't ask dumb questions. <laughs> nah, there's no such thing as dumb yeah, questions, yeah. man, in jiu-jitsu. Um, I mean, in but life. But does that... Do you get anxious outside of jiu-jitsu? Like, are there situations at work or anything like that? Or is it just pr- primarily jiu-jitsu? I think outside of work as well. You know, when I can't do something yeah, on the spot. Do you have any coping mechanisms? Again, I go back to the principles of jiu-jitsu saying, you know, stay calm, try to adapt, change the perspective when seeing the problem, and really be conscious about control. Sometimes you don't have any control of the situation. But you do have control of your choices and how you see the problem. Like when I was young, I had really, really bad anxiety. Like I would be scared to go outside. And even now saying that, it sounds ridiculous. But I would literally be terrified. And I couldn't answer the phone. Like my voice would turn into a croak. Like, it just, it's, cra- it's crazy. I shouldn't use the word crazy, but it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. But it's just fear of the world or something. It's just, oh. And it's just a heavy burden of fear that like that's what, I remember when I was, a lot of people often say like suicide is the coward's way out. And I remember thinking all this and thinking, I can't do it. I'm never going to do it. And then, but I was like, the alternative is me lying in bed for the rest of my life being so, because I was anxious for like six months, you know? Right. And I just ultimately thought like, people don't want to see me like this. I don't want to be like this. So that's my only option. But like, when you look at it objectively, six months in your whole life, I mean, it's a bit of time, but it's not. It's not, a, it's not a, suicide's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, right? Once you're dead, as far as I'm aware, you're dead. And I don't know what happens afterwards, but I did take the, a bad option, but I'm glad I didn't. I didn't I'm glad you're still here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Over the whole course of your life, if you're in a rut, you can come out of it. And like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And this, these are all cliches for a reason. Like, people go through shit and they get Every through time. it. Every time. Yeah. All the time. And they come man. through it. So, like, it's just nature of life, Joe. We're always going to have these good and bad times. Yeah. But sometimes we, we don't have that strength, right, to get out of that. Yeah. I found, like, I've learned a lot now through mindfulness meditation that Sam Harris had. That, yeah. Like, it's just, great. I use it. Yeah. It's, Sam Harris as well. Just letting thoughts come and pass. And you can just look. It's not easy, but, like, it's like any, it's not like jujitsu. Like, I need to meditate more. I need to practice more. I only probably do it once a week, which is not enough. But you're doing. I'm trying. Yeah. I don't know why, because it only takes ten minutes. It's only ten minutes. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I know. It's. I read it something the other day that it's like you should treat meditation like a shower. Right. You do it every day. There's no not not that I shower every day, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, there's no excuse for you, if you don't have ten minutes in your day. I'm talking. I'm telling this to myself because I haven't done it today, and I, I should have. I've had. I'm not at work, for example. I've had plenty of time. Yeah. But I'm busy scrolling through. Facebook. <laughs> nah, not so much Facebook, but whatever. Just, I'm distracting myself. I'm pro- procrastinating, procrastinating from meditation. Yeah. And I think it's because it's a hard thing to do. It's like anything, but if, if it's hard to do, it's probably good for a reason. It's hard to actually observe your thoughts, right? <laughs> and then you let it pass. 
you've got the awareness that you okay so this is not good for me i'm not going to interact with that thought yeah yeah and just observing that it's something really cool i it's, found it's a skill that you can it is a skill yeah. man it would have been inside hand. your head you know you're thinking about some bullshit mm. and you just let it pass you know you don't interact with that so that's the trick yeah when you get too agitated in your mind you start thinking i have to let it go man like Otherwise, you, could be, I'm, yeah. you could be thinking of something that happened 10 years ago exactly and the conversation you had you're like why did i say that i should have said this and you're like what are you doing this is let all that shit go and that's gonna make you feel bad during the day at some point in your day you're gonna remember that shit yeah. and you're gonna feel fuck why did i do that you know what i mean yeah, yeah. that's it comes back to trying to live in the present moment present moment man when you're rolling you're present <laughs> when you're at jiu-jitsu you're present 100 percent. although when i'm when someone's giving me instructions i'm not that present <laughs> i'm very distracted as well yeah i don't know why that is it's i'm looking at someone demonstrating something but in my mind i'm thinking about something yeah, else yeah yeah yeah. i'm like what am i gonna say on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> what dribble uh, am i gonna spill? it's amazing man humans yeah. yeah it's a weird i don't know much about animals but do they <laughs> do their thoughts wander do, they ha- do animals have thoughts has anyone studied that i'm not sure but i think <laughs> the difference between us and animals it's just the ability for us to think we're conscious of our thoughts exactly yeah. yeah it's the only difference but we're still yeah animals yeah it's an interesting thing to look into but i'm not gonna look into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Gerald, tell us a little bit about your new project i believe you're referring to my polar which is my polar <laughs> <laughs> i actually got the term my polar is just a pun on bipolar yeah and when i was in a psych ward in thailand there was, we we're on this big, we we're like behind bars. It was basically a jail. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty hectic. And <laughs> we're all in, Jeez. Um, I can laugh about it now, but it wasn't that funny at the time. Wasn't funny. We're all in um, purple overalls. And I was the only Westerner there, all these Thai guys. And um, long story short, one of the guys had bipolar and I was like, oh yeah, I've got bipolar. So that was our like little link. And right. um, he was smashing his chest going, my polar, my polar. And I was like, oh yeah. Did and you they, tell him you had it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a few people manic running around like headless chickens in there. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, it was pretty full on. Full on. Um, but uh, he gave, he that stuck with me, my polar. Like basically, you take ownership of mental illness. Like previously, there've been so many situations where someone has been talking to me about their anxiety or their depression and I'm just like, don't let them know that you've had depression. Don't let them know you're an- you've been anxious. Don't let them know you've got bipolar. And why not like why not yeah no one since i did like a facebook status saying like i got bipolar right 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 and um everyone every single message i had was positive everyone was so caring so empathetic like no one was like you're a loser people might have it doesn't even matter what people thought but like that was was a great post it was i was really touched by it oh that's the yeah it was i was just wondering if it would make sense to people when i just <laughs> i was pretty perfect when I wrote sense, it. <laughs> <laughs> but um I was elevated, not manic. Um, getting so that's my polar is basically taking ownership of mental illness. Like, yeah, I've got bipolar, but I can deal with it. And it actually, if you learn your triggers, which are mine are like big alcohol benders don't help. Traveling internationally don't help. Psilocybin doesn't help. If you have a pre-conditioning, if you have a mental illness, stay away from drugs. Would yeah. be my advice. And I've learned the hard way. But like. My polar is basically what I was thinking, if we could fundraise money for people who are at risk, like someone, 
I'm just going to make up an example. Say Bob tried to kill himself, right? And he right. goes into a hospital and everyone's telling Bob, it's going to be so easy. You're going to lie in bed. You're going to do nothing. Go home. Because this is what they're telling me to do now. Rest. You've got to rest, Joe. Don't wake. This is what my psychiatrist says. Don't wake up too early. But I wake up early so I can go to sleep. Otherwise, I'll be awake. Did they tell you to do exercise? Oh, very. Yeah. I guess I or say reading exercise. or something that can... They're very like they don't say the basic things like eat healthy, exercise, wake up on time, have routine because that's what I do and it helps me. And I was just thinking, say Bob doesn't have any money and someone knows him, right? And someone affiliated with a jujitsu school is like, we've we've raised this we've raised this money from my polar. Why don't we try Bob and jujitsu? Maybe the obstacle. I'm going to quote Ryan Halliday from the <laughs> the obstacle is the way. Maybe the obstacle is the way. Like it's the way, yeah. Bob might not want to sit on the couch. For, I've been on. I can't. I haven't been able to go to work for eight weeks because I have essentially too much energy, and I could have sat here and got depressed. But I have actively you chosen chose to do something to go yeah. towards jujitsu, towards the gym. Like I've yeah. joined Heave Gym in Wangara. Shout out to Nathan. Like it's such a sweet gym. Like it's yeah. like jujitsu. No one wears headphones. Everyone talks to each other. It's great. And I just think if there, there potentially there are organisations out there that do they can do that provide. Yeah. I just think it would be cool just to give people an option of going to jiu-jitsu if they're struggling with their mental health and can't afford. I think it's a great idea, man. I think you should really continue with that and try raise money for people that can't afford suffering from bipolar. I think it's a... It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even have to be... like It's a tough one because mental health is a very grey subject. Like mm. someone who's anxious, do they... Maybe, <laughs> maybe jiu-jitsu <laughs> is just a bit, bit much of a mountain to climb because yeah. even as a normal guy like you... So you get a bit anxious at jiu-jitsu, so... I think everyone has anxiety at some point in life. It's Nothing's happened yet. We've sold a few t-shirts. If you want to buy a t-shirt, let me know. Yeah, I'll buy it. Oh, you can have one for free. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me a platform. No, I'll buy it. <laughs> Half of Brazil's listen to this, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brazil, Australians, and US. Maybe a few Kiwis probably listen to this one. So, at what point do you think you decided to, okay, I've got to take responsibility of my life now and do something about this? I'm not going to stay in this state of mind. I think it comes and goes. Like, there hasn't, there wasn't one single okay. day where I was like, today I will take ownership and I'll be... But I do remember lying in bed a few years ago being not depressed, but like low mood. And I was thinking, it's so hard to start again, like, because I was out of shape, you know, and I was like, it's so hard, but then... The first step is the hardest. Once you get up, you go to the gym or whatever your thing is, a run, a walk, a swim, yeah. a bike ride, the first time is the hardest. And then over time, day by day, it gets better. So I've just tried to keep putting those bricks in the line. You know the analogy from Will Smith, his dad gave him? Build a wall. And he's like, we can't build a wall, but you can lay a brick every day. Every day and over, yeah. over a year, you build a wall. And if every day you just try to lay one brick, that's all right. But the hardest thing is all is the thinking i can never build a wall but just one brick and so i don't know when it the initial day was but it's just i don't know i haven't like i said i haven't been depressed or anything for like five six years and i've had pretty good momentum so you momentum once you get it it becomes easy right like to, it's very easy to go everything to yeah yeah like it's not a struggle yeah. listening to like podcasts and books and all that kind of stuff talking with friends you just absorb things without really being consciously aware of it and over time you become like I'm a different person to when I was 17 like I I think I said in that status what I'd try and say to my 17 year old self because mm. I've been in uh, Greylands Hospital and Jindalup Hospital a couple of times 
and I see depressed kids in there, like right. 17, 18, and they just lie in bed all day. And I just remember being there lying in bed, and I just remember thinking the whole world was against me. Like, if I just turn on the TV, I'd be scared of the TV. Like, as bananas as that sounds. And I just would see these young kids walking through the hospital, like, they're like ghosts, like, just shuffling around. And I wouldn't never, I didn't say anything to them because it's a very, like, I don't know what they're going through in that. But if it was me, I'd just try and sit down with my own self and say, what did I say in that status? I can't remember. <laughs> no. Um, the first step is the hardest. Like, you can do anything. Like, when I look back on my life now, compared to when I try to take my own life, I've achieved so much. And, like, that's why I think if I, touch wood, go into a depressed frame of mind now, the early, I can, there's early indicators that, you know, say if I stay awake all night, tonight anxious, straight away I'm going to be like, okay, I'll tell Chris, my housemate, or my mate, I didn't sleep a wink last night and that's not a good that's not good for my mental health. We have right. to, I'm gonna have to go to see a psychiatrist and right. I'm already seeing one on Monday, but there's little things along the way that are precursors to a d- depressive episode. And that's why say for example, if tonight I went out and drunk all night, which I've done many times, and then tomorrow night I'll do the same thing again. And you know what? We'll make it through on the trot, a bit of a bender. Sat- sun, sun, Saturday, Sunday sesh, come Monday, when I'm on all these pres- I'm on Alanzapine and Arazepam. No, what's it called? Aripropozole, right? Right. So if I mix alcohol with those drugs, those prescription drugs, I don't know what's going to happen. But I guarantee... It's very unpredictable, isn't it? Like, you can't just mix... <laughs> I guarantee on Monday morning, I'll be feeling like absolute horseshit as opposed to living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And if you have... I think the thing about jiu-jitsu is, like, I want to go on competitions, right? So you've got a goal. You've got something to train for. Because sometimes it's hard to manufacture the drive to train for the yes. invisible enemy. Yeah. But yep. now there's an enemy out there. He's walking around probably in, <laughs> I don't know, where is he? Scarborough probably? Maybe Scarborough <laughs> or Balga. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy out there that's going to choke me out soon. So I want to try and not get strangled by him. So it's good to have like a tangible goal. That's what I've, because I played sport in that during high school and uni, but I haven't played sport since. Yeah. Like different lifestyle choices, like mainly travel and drinking and trying to chase girls yeah that's it man <laughs> that's all you do when you're young keep you know? trying. <laughs> um but yeah now i'm like i got this focus i'm like okay if there's a comp in september i want to rest up now and it gives me purpose like absolutely i think, yeah. I think the motivation part as well it's very important you know you have to find your motivation yeah so you have your goal and then you have to find your motivation every day and how you're gonna achieve that goal day by day you know what am i doing now that's going to position myself near to that goal. Am I training? Yes. Am I eating healthier? Yes. The mindset as well of winning, of conquer your fears. Yeah. And, and it's stuff not even like that. As much as it is about winning the comp, if I don't win, I'm still going to have the same path towards the comp, yes. which is going to be good for my lifestyle, as opposed to like I'm not against drinking and partying and that. That's a good time like oh i love it <laughs> don't we all <laughs> there's a reason people do it yeah <laughs> but there's everything in moderation i guess yeah but like when you have when i have a mental illness like bipolar you just have to be careful like do you know when to stop when you start drinking or you just I'm go for it there. go I'm hard are you getting it yeah. uh new zealand australia has got a real culture of binge drinking like i never drank beer because it tasted nice yeah i drank beer to get drunk right yeah but now i'm kind of realizing like the other week I had three beers and I stopped because <laughs> there's a thing called two beer euphoria, right? You know, when you have two beers, you think, oh, 
Maybe we should text all the boys and go out to the city. It seems like a good idea. That's it. And it's a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. And you should do it. But Especially with your mates, you know, if you, yeah, you know, got a good people like, around you. Yeah, exactly. But like the other week, I just had a couple of beers and I was like, I feel the urge to go out, but I'm not going to because I'm 31. <laughs> but I just... Man, I, you're so young. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. But like, I can... What I'm saying is I know when to stop now. Whereas previously, it's not... I'm not going to say I regret any of my previous choices because at the time that's what i wanted to do yeah it was fun and it's you know it's fine as far as i'm aware you just we, have to deal with the consequences you know like yeah. everything in life yeah but like if you're not hurting anyone else and you're a happy drunk most of the time you know it's all good it's all good but um now it's yeah i can see how people get caught up in it and i've definitely got caught up in it but i can definitely look at it and say i've had a few beers and i'm gonna go home to bed so I think I'm slowly maturing. <laughs> you are. I can see that. <laughs> what about yourself? Have you? I've been to Copacabana Beach in Brazil. It was pretty hectic. Yeah. When did you go to Brazil? <laughs> New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Oh, 2013. Oh. There's a lot of people. <laughs> a lot there. of people, man. <laughs> I was like, Jeepers! This. <laughs> yeah. I was it's like myself the, as well. So yeah. it was just a everyone wearing a white shirt and everyone going yeah. to the beach. Fireworks. And, see the yeah. fireworks and all that, and I had a great time in Rio and my whole life. So. How often do you get to go back? Is it? Every two years, right? Okay. But my mom and my dad sometimes they come here every every year. Now with the COVID, it's it's impossible. You and know, how's like, Brazil going with COVID? It's not oh, great. It's pretty right? bad at the moment. Yeah. I think it's the second country I think with the highest COVID infection and, and death. And yeah, oh, wow. it's really it's really bad. Brazil is really corrupt. Politicians they just want money. There's no respect. People don't give a shit. Put it this way. Even the numbers that you see now, if you die from cancer or, or any other illness. They put in uh, COVID. COVID. Oh, wow. it's COVID. Mm. So that hospital can get some funds from the government so they can, yeah. you know, rob, transfer their money to some other bullshit yeah. that is not related to health or helping anyone. So it's really, it's fucked up. Could you see yourself ever moving back or is it? You never know. Mom and dad, they're getting older now. Yeah. I'm the only one, child? only child. Right, yeah. So I'm not sure, but um, right now I don't think I would, I would go back. There's no possibility at the moment. You never know. Well, no one predicted this year, did they? So. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I was really fortunate. I lived in areas, less dangerous areas in Brazil. Um, I had good education. My mom and dad, they always, they worked, you know, to pay my education, to come here, to go to an English school, or you know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. So did you learn English from a young age? Yeah, yeah. Right. When I was probably 12 or 13. Okay. But it's not like you being in a, in a country that native speakers. Yeah look it's life always throws adversity on you you know and you yeah. have to just deal with it yeah dealing with adversity that could be a jiu-jitsu slogan jiu-jitsu <laughs> <laughs> adversity is when someone's got their shin on your neck or shin <laughs> in your neck <laughs> knee in your belly is the constant way of creating problems that didn't make sense but anyway <laughs> i think jiu-jitsu is the ultimate troubleshooting skill that you can develop when i try to pass your guard you're thinking about, hang on, how I'm going to defend this guard passing yeah. technique, you know? And when you defend, I create another problem. I, I pass in a different way. Mm. And then you have to think about it. How are you going to do it? How are you going to prevent me to pass the guard? Same as you, when you try to pass my guard or try to submit me. Yeah. As know? a white belt, it's just try not to die. It's <laughs> just survival. I'm not, it's I'm survival. Not, it's yeah, survival. I'm not thinking like <laughs> objectively that much. I'm just in it. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know you guys are setting like traps and you know what I'm going to do All the next. time, man. <laughs> well, maybe that's just a myth. Maybe you're not. I don't even know. <laughs> no, I think the traps comes from the control. You know, if you have like a good control in a yeah. side control position. You have, have a deeper understanding of everything. You have to have a deeper yeah. understanding. So you're going to, okay, I'm going to put my knee on your belly now and you're going to give me this arm and then I'll go for the arm bar. Yeah, you did that last night too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all placing bait here yeah. and there. Yeah. Faints. I, it's quite fun being in white because you can get away with just not knowing what's going on. You're just like, oh, wow, it yeah. is what it is. But I think the, the role of a white belt is survival. Yeah. You have to develop that survival mindset, not be a punch bag. It's just the survival mentality that you have to have. Over time, you're going to learn more and more and you get some techniques here and you pass guard and you have a better position or posture and then you go from there. But it, it's really survival and enjoying. Yeah. So what? What would you say to your wipeout self? It'll be patient, the first thing. Right. Be very patient. Really learn the basics. Right. The mechanics of every position. Again, always asking why. Why do I need to do this to pass the guard? What's the mechanic of this particular position that I have to do in order to succeed on it? Very basic. Right. Don't worry about leg locks. Don't worry about anything else. Just train the basics. You know, your posture. Stay off YouTube. Stay off YouTube, <laughs> man. Fuck. <laughs> It's funny because from my time, I didn't have YouTube or anything. Oh, I had true, internet. True, yeah. I had internet. Dial up. Dial up. <laughs> <laughs> there was no YouTube. Yeah. So the only way you would learn is if you train and you go to a, a competition somewhere and then you see what people, what they were doing. How they do it, yeah. Yeah, so is there anything that you want to say before we end this podcast? Obviously, jiu-jitsu is great. We've established that. But in regards to mental health, like, particularly the way the world's going at the moment. There are a lot of people that are probably anxious or might have lost their jobs, struggling. And just the biggest thing I can say is just talk to people. Like, actually talk to people. Don't hold all your fears inside you and just don't swallow your pride. Reach out. Like, no one's... If you, if you, said, if you said to me, I, I don't know you that well, but if you said I'm struggling with work and all this, I'm going to listen. I'm gonna, we're going to talk. And it's just, it's a lot easier to share. What did I say? A problem shared is a problem halved? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm trying to say is, if, you, if you're my friend on Facebook or Instagram, or whatever, just send me a direct message. I've had a lot of them lately. And that's, that's something that surprised me. Like the amount of people who are like, either themselves going through shit or know someone going through shit and are yeah. like, what do we do? And I don't have the answers, but I've got a bit of experience. So I can give some advice, but I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. So... I would say seek professional help, but you got to yeah. speak up. To get that help, you got to speak up. So yeah, it ain't weak to speak is what they say. That's the yeah. One. Do you think it's because people, they tend to live in their own little world and not wanting to socialize or, or maybe fear of saying something stupid or... I think it's fear of judgment of other or people. Or judgment, yeah, yeah. Judgment, I think is the word. Yeah. Like if I said to you, hey, Tiago, I'm actually real nervous to go to a shopping center, you'd be you know because people that happens to people, people right? it's happened to me before and yeah. people might say what are you scared of don't be a pussy you know mm. but generally speaking people are so compassionate when you actually show your vulnerable side like a lot of when you open your heart yeah a lot of Aussies and Kiwis like particularly guys we don't talk about emotions right we just bottle them up and yeah. hence there's a high suicide rate I'm not saying it's directly because of that but you know what I mean like if you just hold everything inside like it's it can be a ticking time bomb but it's like I that Facebook post where I basically said I try to take my own life and mm. these are the reasons right right out. I was just thinking whenever I got a positive response, I was like, man, why didn't I do that eight years ago? <laughs> <You> see, <laughs> yeah. But the timing wasn't right. I was 
I was still so anxious. Like, right. it just, I don't know. But yeah, like people are compassionate. I hope. So there is always hope. Most people, yes, they Most, are. But like there's all those cliches. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope. Reach out to people. Talk. And hopefully you've got some friends. Message your friends. Check on them. Because this year is getting pretty crazy. I think we've got Very aliens crazy. now. they got aliens, right? <laughs> they just added aliens to the mix. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> legit, legit. <laughs> Pentagon's released documents. So, yeah. Where did you hear that? Joe Rogan, of course. Joe Rogan. <laughs> but yeah, they have craft that were not made of this earth. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so that's... I think you mentioned that on the podcast with... Um, Post Malone. Post Malone. <laughs> Speaking of relaxed people, yeah. uh, he's too. He was too relaxed. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I'm good. Thanks for the opportunity, and I appreciate everything you've done. Yeah, thank you very much for your time, Jared. I think um, it's really good, you know, to hear from from you. You share all your experience with us, people that are hearing this. Um, I think it's really good, and good luck, man. I wish all, you all the best and keep training. You're really developing new skill. You're getting good at it. Yeah, I'll see you on the mats, man. I'm coming for you. <laughs> of course you are. I know, I know. I can see that. <laughs> no, wait till I start doing my yoga. <laughs> Flexible, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Of course, thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah.